Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Craft Beer Talk Show. It has been an absolute while uh, since I've released a new episode and I'm very, very, very sorry I took so long. But for those that maybe just discovered the show, you have no idea what I'm talking about. Um, I was away for about three months just before Christmas, I believe was my last episode that I released, Uh, and that honestly feels like forever ago. Um, There's far too much to catch up on in terms of the holidays, New Year's, uh, everything that's gone on between the months of uh, December and March. So I'll basically just say this, you know, everyone gets tired Everyone gets lazy. Uh, We all feel these moments where we lack motivation. uh, And even our passions can sometimes feel like, you know, just too much, too much weight. Uh, And I basically was having, you know, one of these moments, more of an era, really. um, But I got lazy. Uh, And that laziness, uh, it turned into habit, even ritualistic. Um, But I realized I need to come back. Uh, I missed recording these episodes so much. Uh, I missed the feedback. I missed the interaction between uh, everyone either on social media or through Untapped. Uh, and what's even more exciting is that two more of my friends, uh, we all know Bond, uh, Ryan Bond, he's been on the episode before and I've talked about him a couple times, but uh, two more of my friends, shout out Holden and Derek, uh, are getting into craft beer, one of which has always kind of dabbled but uh, has really recently dived in heavy uh, and is loving it. The other one has uh, just started to put his toes in the water and has realized how great these beers are. You know, sure, you're not going to, to like everything, but that's that's half the fun, right? I was actually recently criticized for never giving a beer a lower score than 2.5, which is basically 50%. Um, on untapped because it's out of five and uh, I think that there's a major difference between bad beer and beer that you just don't like and I think just because it's a beer I'm not a fan of doesn't mean it deserves a score of two one or hell even a, a 0.5 or if you're daring to go even lower but sure you know there are some bad beers yes But I find that it's very, very rare to come across, um, you know, as beers are are subjective in a lot of ways. Um, So just some food for thought when you have your next beer and you think, wow, this beer really sucks. Does it really suck? Or is it just that it's not the typical beer you'd like? Um, But that's what's what's great about Untapped, right? And and having that community of, of beer drinkers all sharing their experiences uh, while tasting. And I think typically people are honest and um, that's kind of what, you know, where the subjective part comes in, right? If something's a little bit too bitter for somebody, if something is a little bit too floral for somebody, that doesn't necessarily make it a bad beer. That just means this particular beer and the style that it is doesn't match up with, um, you know, what that person likes. So yeah, sure, they're bad beers, but... Keep that in mind when when you're drinking, and um, which is actually exactly 
you know, what we're going to do on today's episode. Yes, I know we always drink beer and, and review it, but this is actually a very fun activity um, brought to us by, by Nickelbrook Brewing. They're out of Burlington, Ontario. We've, we've talked about them on the show before. Uh, we tried out their American Pale Ale, Naughty Neighbor. Uh, and we're going back to them with a, uh, a very cool idea. I personally think it is anyways. But before I jump into that, I just wanted to clear something up kind of. Um, the last time I talked about this brewery, which I believe was episode 17. I'll just have to double check that. Yeah, episode 17. Um, the last time we talked about them... Uh, specifically when the uh, researching and talking about their history and um, kind of how how they came to be uh, part of the episode, I couldn't really find anything. Um, and I think I mentioned that. I mentioned I knew um, the the owner's name was John and that basically the, the beer is, is uh, supplied at a softball tournament that I was a part of um, until about two months later, after that episode aired, Nickelbrook posted a picture on Instagram of their co-founder, John. And the description of the picture uh, talked about their 15-year anniversary. And it mentioned that John and his brother, Peter, so that was news to me. I didn't know there was another founder in the equation. And I definitely didn't know that it was his brother. But they actually started um, the brewery as a way to make wort in-house uh, for their growing U-beer business. I'm actually doing air quotes because U-beer, it's almost kind of hard maybe to hear what I'm saying, but U-beer, U-beer, U-beer business. So that's another thing I didn't know. I also don't know exactly what that U-beer business is. Um, I know that they used to and maybe still do uh, how to make your own wine place called Better Bitters which was owned by John, maybe his brother, not sure, but I don't necessarily remember anything about beer. Uh, nonetheless, I commented uh, as it uh, mentioned John was doing a little Q&A for the anniversary. I asked what drove them to change their business plan um, and go into kind of a full-fledged brewery instead of just making the wort for people to brew with. Um, and then I also asked what the original idea for this, the business exactly was, you know, what was this U-beer thing? And as you would expect, um, they did not provide an answer to my question. So tough Q&A from, from Nickelbrook. That's not exactly your uh, standard Q&A. That's not typically how it works, but maybe one of these days I will get a response. We'll get an answer. Maybe uh, we'll get a reply to this episode or, or something along those lines. Um, because I would definitely like to know. But on the bright side, they do have something very, very cool. They do have very cool beer, but this specifically is very, very cool. And I think that everyone should try it. Um, if not this exact thing, something like it. Uh, I think more breweries should do something like this. Maybe they do, and I'm just ignorant. Who knows? Um, but what this is, is a mystery pack. No, not the type of mystery pack where you don't know what's inside and then you open it and then you find out what's inside. No, that's called a surprise pack. This is a mystery pack. Not only do you not know what's inside of the pack, but you don't even know what's inside of the can. 
There's no tasting notes, um, no style specification, just four cans that all say beer, literally beer. That is the description. Um, what they do give you, though, is the alcohol by volume. So uh, you know what percentage of alcohol is in there, but that is it. Um, so what's the purpose of all this? Well, other than sounding like an absolute craft beer lover's idea of fun, they're actually collecting the feedback from the individuals like me uh, who have tried these packs. And basically, the most popular beer wins. And it actually becomes their next beer. So that is very exciting. Very cool. Makes you feel part um, kind of of their business. Not the U-Beer business, but their brewery business. And uh, it's pretty cool that when this beer does get released, whatever the winner ends up being, uh, if it's the beer that you pick that you like the most, uh, you know, kind of feels like you had uh, a part in it. So basically, after after you taste them all, you go to their website. And there's a spot for your own observations uh, and tasting notes, and um, you can drag basically each can in order. Um, you know, you fill some information, and boom, you submit it. Um, and then after you submit it, there's also a chance to win uh, some cool prizes. I believe one of them being beer for life, um, some gift cards, I'm sure some other beer packs, uh, as well, I think, a free glass, um, I believe, for the first 500 submitters. But I think we'll probably probably be well past that uh considering this came out back in november but who knows we'll see um so what are we gonna do with this well simple uh i will consume all four and after each one i will give my feedback uh and ranking of the beer as well as a guess to what uh, i think the style is and actually oh actually uh, as i'm literally saying this i'm reading I know, impressive, reading and speaking at the same time, um, that all four beers are IPAs. So maybe I won't be guessing the style because we already know what they are. But we will rank them uh, and do the submission. And hopefully listeners at home uh, or wherever uh, can get this pack and, and, and follow along or at least try it for themselves. I do recommend that you do. Well, we'll see how they taste. I'm sure, I'm sure they're awesome. I'm sure they're going to be four. Uh, high quality beers and I'm sure it'll be very hard uh, to pick a favorite but we'll see I think it's gonna be a lot of fun and I think that you definitely got to go out there and you got to get this because this to me sounds you know if there wasn't already so many other reasons to have a beer this is giving you one you know what is more fun than having beers with no labels nothing on them cracking it open and just consuming what's inside that's that's almost the most natural reaction to to tasting that that i can imagine i think this will be almost the most truthful um tasting experience at least we'll do on this show because typically right you you get a can you know exactly what style is you know the hops you know um the abv it's going to give it to us anyways but there's always tasting notes and descriptors and um, I believe you can find probably all of this information online. I haven't looked, but I would imagine this is an untapped. Uh, I didn't necessarily want to cheat myself um, before before doing this. So I'll, I'll look after the fact and, and if so, submit the scores. But um, typically all those other things, you know, they're kind of persuading factors, right? There are already, for some people, maybe making up your mind before you actually 
try it out for yourself and that's like a lot of people the food right you tell them the name of the food or what's in the food and if they don't like one specific thing then they already pin that that they're not going to like it and they don't give it a shot so uh it's basically a blindfolded food taste test is what we're doing in the equivalent of beer wine already has its thing with with tasting and and you don't know exactly what it is you just can see what it looks like it's about time that beer has finally gotten something that you don't necessarily you don't have to go to a brewery for right like trying new things and trying new types of beer typically you know you go to the brewery right they don't have they have their unreleased kind of stuff or things that maybe are only sold in the brewery so i think this is just a really cool and fun idea for people who have tried a bunch of different things maybe aren't close to breweries or maybe just don't have the time to to make a day trip constantly to here and there so shout out to nickelbrook for doing this and uh, i'm really excited to try it so i'll stop i'll shut up and uh, let's get to drinking so i'm gonna crack these open we're gonna start with mystery can a so we've got it cracked open and the first thing that you noticed right off the bat is that this thing is uh, super unfiltered um, lots of bits and pieces floating around there nice and hazy can't see through it whatsoever um, which I which I really love um, the color almost like an orangey yellow um, maybe a, like a I don't know it's not like a like a light orange I guess you could say a light orange um, or a dark yellow. Hmm. That's an interesting debate, but, um, beautiful looking beer, uh, right off the bat, other than the, the obvious kind of citrus tones, I, I get kind of like a, a cool melon. Um, I actually have my little, uh, observation, uh, notepad beside me here. I don't know if you could hear that, but that was the clicking of my pen. Um, so I'm kind of writing down as I go along, and then I'll submit it um, afterwards into the website. On the can here, we have it at 5.5%. Um, Mystery Beer A. Pretty cool, man. This is pretty cool. I'm pretty pumped about this. So let's give it a taste. Um, this is the first taste of the Mystery Beers. Let's see. Hmm. Okay, so pretty crisp, I'd say pretty crisp, a higher carbonation than I almost intended it to have, uh, but then again, it's an IPA, so it's not going to be super mellow. Uh, I find it on first first taste, maybe more bitter than hoppy. Uh, I couldn't imagine this having a very high IBU, maybe 30 to 40. Um, my guess is that it's it's almost a take on an American um, pale ale. It doesn't necessarily um, describe that, or I guess if it's an IPA and that's what they're going for, but I do think it is a little bit less hoppy um, than what I've I've had before. But I also think the bitterness might kind of be cutting that. Uh, I'm gonna give it another taste here so we can we can further our notes. Hmm. There is something about it. I, I can't necessarily put my tongue on it. <laughs> That's funny to put put it that way. There's just something I'm tasting, and I can't I can't find the right word. I can't find the right 
product of of what this this taste is um i do get some mango which i really like that makes it really refreshing i i almost like kind of how dry this beer is um because typically for me in most um varieties of of beverages that's what i like i like kind of crisp and dry it doesn't have to be alcohol related but any any sort of beverage that's kind of what i like um so especially in beer right that's that's a a huge plus for me um i almost kind of get like a, a banana sort of taste that's not necessarily the the one i was looking for there's there's something else and it's just like i almost want to say kumquat I don't know if any of you have ever had a kumquat, like super small, uh, exotic fruit. It looks like a very tiny, it's like the size of a grape, but think of a grape, an orange the size of a grape. That's what a kumquat tastes like, and it's super sour and super bitter. I almost get kind of some of that. It's, it's not sour, don't get me wrong. I don't want that to be um, the highlight uh, of my descriptor there, but it, it's, as, it's bitter as a kumquat. I'm going to take one last sip because now I'm getting confused. You know what? I'm going to lock in on kumquat. I think it's got some kumquat features. Um, I think the beer is is super chill um, and, and relaxing. It's not something that's overflowing with flavor. Uh, it's it's got flavor and it's got subtle tones of this and that uh the aroma really nothing special doesn't blow me out of the water uh it's not something on smell that i would i would say i want that um so the aroma kind of lackluster for me the the flavor i would say the flavor is subpar but the mouthfeel uh, i really enjoy the mouthfeel it's got a lot of mouthfeel um, and I kind of like that, that bitterness, that's probably the highlight, um, of this beer for me, decent flavor, but, uh, I like the, the, the aftertaste, um, the undertones and, uh, I like the mouthfeel. So let's leave it at that. I'm going to guzzle this down and then we're going to mystery beer B. So I realized that, um, after finishing mystery beer a that i didn't actually even give it a score i didn't announce a score once i uh, i finished tasting it so i'm gonna give that beer a 7.2 so that's kind of where the bar is at a 7.2 that's pretty good that's that's a well-rounded beer um 7.2 so we'll see if it goes down and goes up as we go on um but let's move on to mystery beer b i have it cracked open um, this one is 6.5%, so a little bit boozier. They actually labeled this one as strong beer rather than just beer. So we'll see if that reflects in, in the taste. But um, on first glance, I can tell that, again, it's it's an unfiltered um, hazy beer, which I love. Definitely darker in color than, than the first one. Not by much. Like This one, I think I'd feel more comfortable you know, telling people like, hey, I think this is like dark yellow orange. Whereas before I was kind of on the fence. Um, obviously you guys know color is not my forte, but uh, I really like the look of this beer. I'll be posting all the pictures 
um, of each beer on the Instagram um, after, so you guys will be able to see that. Uh, they'll probably already be up by the time um, you, you listen to this. So, uh, yeah, definitely darker in color, and I really like that. The smell, um, once again, I don't get too much on the smell. Actually, now that it's in the glass and it's kind of been sitting here for you know a minute or so, Maybe not. I don't know. I, I thought I just got a, a good whiff of like orange, kind of like orange creamsicle type taste. But again, fairly lackluster on the aroma. Um, if it was that orange creamsicle kind of smell, we'll see what kind of aromas I'm getting while I'm, I'm actually pouring the beer into my mouth. Um, if it was that smell, that's something that, that would scream, hey, try me. I'm bound to be fruity and juicy and, and everything that, you know, modern IPAs are uh, and what people love about them. So if it's that, hey, I, I, I will try this hands down every single day. But if not, I mean, even it's weird that I'm getting a, a kind of hidden miss. I don't know. Maybe there's something wrong with my nose. Oh, my God. I just put my entire nose right in the beer. Now it's covered in foam. Too bad we didn't have that on video, but I, I'm going to give it a taste, and uh, let's see what we're doing with. Hmm. Okay, so, fairly different. So this one, um, I definitely, definitely feel that there's a, like a creamier mouthfeel. Um, it kind of just coats every part um, of the inside of your mouth, which is which is really nice. Love that creaminess. Um, some interesting tastes I'm getting on, on the first taste. I definitely am getting kind of a, an orange kind of tang, you could say. Um, but actually, that's not necessarily the, the major thing that I'm tasting. It's definitely fruitier, hands down fruitier. But I'm almost getting these kind of like coconut, like pina colada vibes. Which is interesting, very, very interesting, and I think that's like very unique. I don't think you see a lot of that, um, but that's just on the first take. We'll see as I have a couple more sips how how it pans out. But that is very interesting. If it's like pina colada, and now it's funny because I can still kind of taste it, sort of in the back of my throat that that tanginess, um, and I honestly I I really do enjoy that. So let's give it another taste. Let's see if if I can grow on this. Mm. Yes, I'm 100% getting these like strange pina colada coconut. I mean, I don't want to say strange because it's not a bad thing, but it's very, very interesting. It's super, super unique. Um, but overall, yeah, 100% darker in, in color. Um, the aroma, I, I'd say the same thing. As I'm drinking it, I'm not really getting that. That orangey, maybe a little bit of orange. I'll give it some credit. A little bit of orange kind of smell, citrus smell. Um, 100% less bitter. Uh, completely different mouthfeel. This is more creamy. The other one was a little bit um, drier. Um, so I, I, I really enjoy that. I, I like both ends of the spectrum in terms of mouthfeel. Uh, I like kind of that sharp crispness. Um, this one, definitely less carbonated. Uh, a little bit more of an ale. I like a like a kind of an old school ale, um, but on the flippity flip, we got it being fruitier, and then these strange kind of pina colada coconut 
vibes. And I think the cool thing about this whole experiment is I wonder if I'm right. Like I feel as if, you know, it's it's super subjective and everyone kind of has their different descriptors and, and almost tastes in a way different things. You know, it, it tastes what it tastes like, but everyone kind of describes it in a different way. Um, but I'm kind of getting that, that, that kind of like tropical drink poolside vibe from this beer. Um, I really like it. And I think that this beer could be a home run if they were to pick it, um, as their, uh, new beer. And I don't want to scare people away by talking about coconut and like pina coladas. Cause I know coconut flavored things are a super, super controversial kind of topic when, when people, they either hate it or love it. Right. And for me, coconut, I like the taste of coconut. I just hate shaved coconut. I hate like like the the texture of shaved coconut, like bounty bars. If you eat bounty bars, that's nuts. And I've I've been told by people that their favorite bars are bounty. I mean, I think there's other ones that mounds mounds bars. Oh my god, like that is not for me. Um, but I love coconut rum, um, and I love pina coladas. So I don't know. Maybe I'm just a big alcohol coconut guy. But I'm definitely, if this is pina colada in this beer, I'm definitely digging it. One last taste. We'll give it a score. Okay. Orange pina colada. That's it. I'm giving it a 7.9 for this beer. Um, I think it's definitely better than the last one I had. And I actually, I really, really enjoy it. The more I'm drinking it, the more I'm enjoying it. Um, So, I mean, 7.9 isn't, isn't crazy high for ah you know what i think i'm gonna change it i'm gonna go eight one that's a little bit controversial to do and unorthodox but i I gotta change it 8.1 i've been giving it such high reviews and here i am giving it a subpar rating 8.1 um i'm gonna finish this one i'm gonna enjoy this one i gotta keep a clear head for the rest of the episode and uh, then we're going to move on to Mystery Beer C. All right. So moving on now, uh, Mystery Beer C. Uh, so the third beer in our little taste testing adventure here. Uh, we've got a poured. This one says, oh, well, this is this is actually really interesting. So we went from a strong beer at 6.5%. Um, and now we are going with 3.5%. Um, ABV, they've got a label that's light beer. So three and a half percent, that's really light. Uh, really, really light. Typically, most light beers sitting at four, even four and a half. Um, honestly, nowadays, I consider five percent a light beer. So this is really, really light. Um, we'll see how it tastes. Um, in terms of color, it's the lightest beer that, that we've done. Um, it's it, I would say say it's like yellow I don't know a little bit of green in there um, but definitely a yellowy like a light yellow color Uh, hazy again can't see it through one bit but I'd say it's probably a little bit more filtered Um, you don't really have any kind of like uh, yeast or um, any sort of grain or anything like that floating around Uh, in this beer it's pretty clean cut uh, other than the fact that that yeah, it's it's a nice hazy looking beer. Honestly, it it does look kind of refreshing 
if I were to compare it to something, I'd probably say pineapple juice. If you were to pour a glass of pineapple juice, this is probably what it would look like. Or it is what it looks like, because I do know what that looks like. Um, smell. This beer actually has a aroma, I would say. The other two, you know, were a little bit lackluster, kind of, you know, just not there. Kind of ghosted us. Kind of just dissipated off into the mist this one uh definitely packs a punch with the citrus aroma so i'd say there's it's probably dry hopped uh if anything um or at least all of the the, the hops were added at the end um and that's kind of it i mean pretty classic i'd say uh, in terms of aroma this is pretty much standard i think for an ipa um in terms of the look of it there's nothing that really pops out to me as, oh, wow, this might take uh, the number one prize, uh, which currently is is Mystery Beer B. So let's give it a taste, and then we'll, we'll go from there. Okay. So the carbon the carbonation levels, uh, definitely higher, uh, a little bit more comparable to Mystery Beer A. Um in terms of flavor, it, it's light. It's definitely light. Um, not a lot of, of booziness to it. Obviously, a 3.5%, you would expect that. Um, you do get pretty much a lot of citrus tones right up front. Um, but it's very, very sweet, uh, I, I would say. Uh, I'd almost say that this is kind of like a typical classic IPA. Like for somebody who doesn't play around in a... Like, if I just wrote the the history for for IPA like you know hundreds of years ago, this this would be it. This is what you would be following. Um, again, that's kind of impossible to tell because I haven't been around for hundreds and hundreds of years. So who am I really to say that? But this is what I would expect it to be like. Um, it screams everything but citrus. I'd say citrus and sweet. That's honestly. That that's kind of the tail of the tape. Um, it's just it's just almost simmered down, I guess. Um, it hits all the notes of the of the classic IPA, but it's just a little bit quiet. Um, if anything, the aroma is probably the most stand out of this beer, um, and I don't necessarily care for kind of the sweet uh, at the back of the throat. I do like the crispness of the beer. Uh, I do like the mouthfeel, and I think that the bitterness, or sorry, the um, carbonation levels are, are are where they should be. But in terms of the beer, I think this probably takes, it probably takes last place. Um, I think it's, it's almost like if you compare it to A, it's everything A kind of wants to be, but it just can't get there where it's like a is kind of the real deal in terms of this style of beer and, and C is just trying so hard to be that beer, but it's almost cut in half. Um, a was a 5.5, I believe. And, and C 3.5. It's just, that is exactly what it is right there. Just missing the mark. Um, so I'll take one last sip. Honestly, I was about to score it without even giving it another sip, but I'll give you one last sip. Like, don't get me wrong, it has a nice amount of bitterness, um, almost like a minty aftertaste, uh, if, if I'm trying to give it any compliments, 
but C right now is just not doing it for me. I'm going to give it a 7.1. So that puts it in last place. So currently, starting from the bottom, we've got C, 7.1. Um, then in second place, we've got A at 7.2. Uh, and currently, the leader, B, at 8.1. I really like that one, and I liked it as you know I got through the beer. And now, it's all up to D to see if, uh, to see if they can replace it or not. I'm not sure. Uh, I, I'm excited to try the last one. Um, typically, this is a, a long experience doing four. I know we did five beers with uh, Furnace Room Brewery way back at the beginning of the Craft Beer Talk Show. But uh, I'm excited to get to the last one, and I'm excited to reflect on all of these beers and then punch them into the website and, and submit our form. And uh, I'm even more excited to see kind of when the results come out. Uh, and, and to see if they they kind of reveal the the flavor profiles, I think they definitely will in the beer that they choose as the winner and, and uh, continue on with. But I hope they almost reveal kind of each uh, style and each kind of the tasting notes on each beer to see if my pina colada pick was was on spot or not. So uh, let's move on to beer D. And then we will reflect. So we've got Mystery Beer D, the last beer cracked open. It's poured. Um, this is the end. This is the end of the experience of the Mystery Beer um, taste test. So right off the bat, I'd say it's on similar um, color scale as not C, definitely B. Um, I think that, yeah, definitely B. That's the one that was a bit darker than A. Um, kind of this, like, like orange, like, dark yellow kind of color. Um, it's it's definitely hazy again, so it's another classic hazy IPA. And it is definitely on par with the unfiltered um, I, you know what, now that I'm looking at it, before I thought I saw a lot of kind of like floaty bits and um, sediment floating around. Looking at the bottom of the glass, now that it's kind of settled, I can see that there's some, but there's not as much residue as there was on uh, beer A and B. This is a 4.3% beer. Um, so this one's labeled beer just like the first one was. The second one was strong beer. And then C was light beer. So this one's just beer, beer D. And so the visual factors are, are checkmark for me. Uh, in terms of aroma, I'd say it's 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 very tropical. Um, the last beer we had was kind of the first beer that, that smelled like anything really. Uh, and it had a lot of citrus tones. Whereas this one I find it's it's very tropical, right? So your mangoes, your pineapples, you have a little bit of citrus in there. But it's a little bit more of those exotic fruits, kind of those, that exotic blend. Um, so, I, so I like that. I like a, a good smelling beer, obviously. B being the favorite as of right now. Um didn't really have that much of a scent, but the flavor was there, right? So it's a give and take type of thing. So let's give this a, a, a taste and and see if it uh, it holds up. I have high hopes for it, just because of those tropical scents. 
Um, I love an IPA that smells like that. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. Let's taste it. Okay. All right. So it packs a little bit more punch than C did. Um, I do get a little bit of those sweet kind of aftertaste, but I find this one is a little bit more piney. Um, so, th so that's actually better in my opinion because the last one was a little bit too sweet. It was like kind of sickly sweet, whereas this one has that, that cutting kind of pine um, crispness to it, this, this bitterness. Um, so it does kind of have like a, a, a bitter mouth feel and uh, it's very thin, I would say. Um, in terms of the actual like tastes, I do think that it tastes like what it smells. As much as there is this pininess to it, there is a lot of tropical fruits that I'm tasting, right? Uh, kiwi and mango and like I said, pineapples, right? I can taste like a blend of that. And that's kind of the expectation I had for the last one considering it looked exactly like pineapple juice. Um, this one, not so much. It almost, you know what it kind of looks like? I don't know if you've ever had this, but there's, I think it's, I don't know if it's tri uh, Tropicana or if it's um, Five Alive. Christ. Oh, man. But there was this blend and it was like a tropical blend. I think it's, it might have been Five Alive. Now, saying Five Alive out loud is really nostalgic for me and, and bring me back to some um, juice box days. But it, it, it almost has like that color blend of like all these different exotic fruits mixed together and, and bringing out this really nice color. Um, it's very, it's a vibrant beer, right? I think it starts off vibrant, but it almost kind of ends off on a little bit more of a mellow, crisp, bitter and dry tone, uh, which is okay. And I almost kind of like that. Um, let's give it one last taste because I'm getting kind of a lot of mixed emotions about it. You know what? I, I, I truly think that this beer is very uh, well-rounded. Um, and now that I've had a, a second taste at it, I think, you know, everything I've said, and it sounds complex, but I honestly believe that if you really focus on it, you'll find all of the things I'm talking about in this beer when you taste it yourself. Um, I'm going to go ahead and give this beer a 7.5. So it doesn't necessarily beat out B, but it, it's a second. For me, this is second place. D is second place, hands down. Um, 7.5, I think it's it's well-rounded. It's average. It's good. It's got all of the things I like. It's just not outstanding. There's nothing unique about it. There's nothing kind of like... Um, hey, wow, look at me, kind of, you know, type stuff. So for me, average beer, um, but on the good side of things, right? Done well, uh, tastes good, um, but nothing unique, nothing that stands out. There's no risky um, portion to this beer that, that was, you know, potentially going to push it over the edge. Uh, it's just standard stuff, but they hit it on the head uh while doing so so yeah 7.5 i guess you know we're done now that's it we can recap uh we'll make it a, a short and sweet recap because 
after doing all these beers, all these different flavors, trying to, to focus in and sexually, um, a lot more exhausting than you think. And, and obviously the, the, uh, the beer after beer after beer, it gets to you. So let's start in, in last place. So last place we said beer C. Um, we didn't really like that because we thought it was too classic, but almost bland in, in its classicness. Um, we thought it was too lackluster in terms of every uh, category, uh, other than the aroma. The aroma was nice; it had an orangey, citrusy uh, aroma, so that was good. So in in third place, we had A. So A was the very first one we did. Um, we found it bitter. Um, almost kind of like melon on the nose, a little bit chill. Uh, it had a lackluster aroma. It was uh, very unfiltered and hazy, but that that was a plus. Um, we found it probably. I'm saying we as if like someone's tasting these here, like with me. That's weird. Um, it wasn't super hopped, and that that's okay. Um, but it didn't really have anything else to it you know i think a little bit more hops might have added to the the flavor uh, flavor profiles but um very chill beer uh but nothing nothing crazy so 7.2 for that one uh in third place the beer we just tried so you know i'm not gonna repeat myself everything i just said about it third place 7.5 and then first place beer b mystery beer d uh, I love that beer. That was the pina colada, coconut kind of vibe, the tropical, um, you know, all-you-can-drink resort type beer. Uh, I really liked it. Uh, I got orange. I had that pina colada. It was creamy. Uh, I love that. We we thought maybe there was kind of a banana scent to it. Uh, it wasn't as bitter, but it was packed with a fruity, you know, vibrance, and I, and I absolutely love that. So B is the winner. I'm going to go ahead and uh, put these all on the website here before I, I crash and fall asleep. Uh, I still got to review this all and, and, and post it up. So uh, I'm going to get to that. And uh, it was great to be back. Uh, I, I really did miss it. I missed having the beers and kind of chatting about it and, and you know, kind of, you know, thinking on your toes in terms of, you know, when you take a sip and what you genuinely think you taste like. And I think this was awesome. I think not only was this fun for an episode and fun for beer drinking, I think it was a good test of almost your palate and a good test of um, your, I don't know, your craft beer skills. I don't know how to, if that's the way to put it, but um, I really did enjoy this and I can't wait to get back to, to doing this on a regular basis. But until then, um, thanks for tuning in. I apologize again for the long wait. Thank you for your patience. If this is the very first episode you listen to, hey, thank you for that. That that means a lot. Um, but until next time, next Friday, cheers.